Siddur Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of the Patriarch Joseph Saka. continues, and we declare, we affirm that Dvarav, Hashem's words, His Dibur, Dvarav, His command, His word to us, is Chayim, it's alive. It wasn't given in antiquity, it's not old, archaic, and outdated, but it's Chayim. It has a life, it has a vibrancy, it has an energy to it. It's enduring. It's not temporary. It didn't speak to a specific time in a specific place, but it's kayamim. It's ne'amanim. Kodesh Baruch Hu's dvarav is dibur. Kodesh Baruch Hu's commands his sacred Torah. It is ne'amanim. It is faithful. It's trustworthy. It's reliable. It's credible. Again, in every generation, every time, Kodesh Baruch Hu's insights, his mitzvos, his formula for how to live a meaningful life is something which is an objective truth, something which is ontological. It's desirable, it's beautiful, it's sweet, it's what we want. It's not being imposed upon us. We're not doing it because we have to, because we'll be accountable if we don't. We're doing it because it's nechmad. It's delicious, it's beautiful, it's desirable. We want it. Lad forever, and really forever. <laughs> How do you translate? Lad forever, L'olmei, for worlds, l'olmei olamim, for worlds upon worlds, for all of eternity. So again, this is one of the neglected psukim. Maybe not by you, but by me, you say shma, you gear up for shmona esrei, and in between, we have this beautiful litur- liturgy, we have this beautiful sitter. Dvarav, Hashem's dibur, it's alive, and it's enduring, and it's faithful, and we want it, it's desirable, forever and ever. What does this really mean? The altar of Kalm, the great Paul Musser, has a magnificent insight. Says the altar of Kel. He says, you know, there are all kinds of fleeting pleasures in this world. Fleeting pleasures that while we engage them, and while we indulge in them, we think they're wonderful. There are substances, there are materials, there are experiences which feel great. They feel like they're a great pleasure. However, the altar of Kelm says, in fact, they're counterfeit. How do you know? What's the definition of a genuine, authentic pleasure? Versus one, which is counterfeit, says the altar, a real pleasure is one that lasts, that after you experience it, it doesn't wear off, and you don't crave it again more than before, and the pleasure that you had doesn't diminish what you had pleasure in. That's a real pleasure. So it both lasts, it's not temporary, it doesn't wear off, you don't crave it again, you don't crave more, you don't need to up the ante, but the pleasure itself is one that's transformational and that lasts, number one. And number two, whatever you took pleasure in is not diminished as a result. It's still there as much as was before. Says the altar of Kelm, there's only one such pleasure, and that is the Ribbona Shalom, the pleasure of learning and living Torah. It's a pleasure we experience which leaves us changed forever. It's not something which is temporary or temporal. It's permanent, and nothing is diminished, neither Hashem nor His Torah. And that's what we're saying here, says the altar of Kelm. Udvar of Hashem's Torah, His Torah, learning His Torah, living His Torah, it's Chayim v'Kayamim ne'emanim v'Nachmadim l'Alolamim. Dvarav Chayim v'Kayamim. Why? Why are they Chayim v'Kayamim? Because ne'emanim v'Nachmadim la'adu la'omei olamim. They're not diminished, and they change us forever, and that's why they're Chayamim Chayim v'Kayamim. Other pleasures come and go. Other pleasures have their 15 minutes of fame. Wordle is that what it's called? 
Everything has its mazel and it's 15 minutes of pleasure. It'll be a distant memory. It'll be a footnote or it'll be a question in some, remember the early 2020s. But it'll be gone. These pleasures, they're gone quickly. How do you know that Hashem's Torah is, is nechmadim Because it's chayim v'kayamim. Because it's chayim v'kayamim. Hashem's Torah is sweet and it's enduring in all places and at all times. He didn't give it to us to speak to us in one generation or in one place. Dvaro chayim means it's not a tzivui. This is a very, very important message. In fact, one might argue if you had to summarize or reduce all of chinuch, all of Jewish education, I mean by parents to children, also by educators to children, if you had to consolidate or reduce it to one statement, it would be this, that our mission is that the Torah is dvarav chayim v'kayamim, that they're ne'emanim v'nechmadim. That's our mission, dvarav. Hashem's word, we do it not because it's a command, not because we're frightened or afraid, not because we're fearful of what the punishment will be, but the Torah is chayim. It's a Torah is chayim. It's Torah is chayim, it's alive, and it gives us life. It is the source of life. It is the source of life. It's vibrant. It's a metzias. It's an existence. When you're plugged in and tuned into Torah, you're chayim v'kayamim. Then you're really alive. And when you're disconnected from Torah, and you're trying to figure out your way through this world and make sense of a world without God, or without His formula and prescription for life, you can be dead even while you are alive. So our mission, our mandate, is to present Torah, to communicate, to transmit Torah, a Torah which is Dvarav Chaim Bekayamim. Such a beautiful, beautiful expression. The Shlach Kadosh says, What is Olmei Olamim? This double, this dual phrase. He says, Olamas Ruchniim and Olamas Gashmiim. That it means that Hashem's Torah, it inspires and it informs and it's living and it's vibrant and it is faithful and it's desirable both when it comes to guiding us through the physical world as well as, as, well as giving us a path in the spiritual world. The Sefer HaAros Tefillah says, Olme Olame means every age, every generation. You know, each of us is our own world, and we live in our own world. We live in our own bubble. La'ad ula Olme Olame means in every generation, in every decade, in every century, in every millennia, at all times and in every place, at every generation, for the living and for the dead. La'ad forever in this world, ula Olme Olame and in the world to come as well. We'll pick up next time that according to many, many of the practice, many here I'm sure, to release the tzitzis that you've been holding at the word la'ad. Where did that come from? In the city you'll see it doesn't indicate there. So why do we do it there specifically? We'll pick up next time.